So good times. Good times. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy. Hello and welcome to the Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. What's up? Hey. I'm not going to ask how you're doing Saturday now. How are you doing? I'm fine. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> very tired. You've had... You've had a long month this week. Yeah, it's all right. But then I don't have any more on calls until like the end of the month, like the 28th. Hey! Well, I'm sorry. That's Overnights. Good. Overnights. Overnights. Right, I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> I think I have like a Sunday and stuff, but uh, yeah, no, and, and during the week, but no overnights. So that's pretty cool. That'll be nice. Yeah. I'm getting used to it. Yeah. So, and, and the residents do the most. So like. As soon as I yes. get out of a resident life, I'll do less or fewer. You'll sorry. do less work. Well, I was gonna at, like more appropriate. Well, you'll still have a yeah. lot, but like yeah, maybe more right. appropriate times for like being awake yeah. and such. Yeah. <laughs> but you, yeah, but you've had a long weekend too. Yeah. Yeah, but you had a gay yeah. wedding. That was fun. That was cool. Yeah, it was, and it was a very like chill wedding too. So it was a good mm-hmm. first wedding to work i guess that's good because weddings you know they can be (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm sure like the formal sit down dinner ones will be very rough but this one was very easy gross gross so did you have do you want me to do holidays or do you want to talk about your shirt breaking on first uh let's do holidays okay so i like today because it is national fluffernutter day and hey. I know, hey, and <laughs> which I swear there are a lot of people who are like, that just that sounds so dirty, like all the time. <laughs> I know. And uh, National Pierogi Day. I have a special place in my heart for <sighs> fluffernutters. I've never really um, been a peanut butter girl, just for multiple reasons, but um, well, actually, like, mm-hmm. a big reason, but um, and sometimes <laughs> later in life, I've like enjoyed some peanut buttery things but i've been like yeah it's gonna be the peanut butter like that's not usually right yeah like obsessed <sighs> no and but sometimes i i do appreciate it in, in very specific um dishes but um this, this is gonna sound so pretension pretentious and weird but when i came back to north carolina from studying in tuscany the food pissed me off because like so angry. I just couldn't get anything that tasted as good as like even from like the farmer's market. Like I couldn't find anything that yeah. tasted as good as it's like what same. I had in like the local market there that were from like people's backyards. Like it was their chickens, their um, uh, fresh bread, their jams mm-hmm. and all that stuff, you know. And I was just kind of like, oh, whatever. I just was so annoyed by food. So I went the opposite direction. I ate, like, the horrible free Like, I gained, like, all the way back. I lost there. Like, like the- all the packaged food. Pro- yeah, processed, packaged, all the horrible free foods. I got way into um, one of the types of, like, microwave popcorn, which is another thing. I, I never really ate that much popcorn until, like, later in life. 
um, yeah, one of the particular ones that was like full of like fat and like saturated oils and stuff was so horrible. I think it was like the home styler something or I don't remember what it was. It was funny because my whole household got into it too because I was living with my mom and my dad and my brother right when I got back from living abroad and um, cause I had to give up my apartment in order to go study. To go, yeah. Yeah, I was like, eh, that's right. Um, and then... Uh, so popcorns was one of them, but fluffernutters was like the other thing. But I was like trying to not eat as much wheat because like that was something I did there is I ate less wheat because it was better for um, like my blood sugar and stuff. And uh, which is better for like my mentality is what it is. I'm not like diabetic or anything. But um, uh, what I would do then was use like corn quesadillas and make like fluffernut like I would grill them with like fluffernut oh, or wow. stuff like with like with the marshmallow cream and the peanut butter and make like uh-huh. yeah and that's why to this day like often we'll have corn actually I didn't have that much when we lived together but like corn uh flour duff corn tortillas because like I'll do anything with them like <laughs> like I'll mm. make like a savory thing but I'll also make like a sweet thing um but yeah I would do like layers upon layers of like cream and like marshmallow cream and um uh peanut butter nice. <laughs> in there and grill them um that's how you have to have a fluffer you have to have it warm i mean come on yes like what are you doing you can do it not but that's pointless um, but it's I, not as good yeah oh this is funny wait hmm. what <laughs> i'm reading on the, the national fluff another day thing some food holidays are stickier than others Ew. <laughs> and National Fluffernutter Day is a stick to your ribs, chin, fingers, nose kind of day. Celebrate, celebrate zealously, then take a bath. <laughs> Who writes this? I love I, my favorite. Then take a bath. Then, then take a bath. Um, they do talk about the cre- uh, creation of marshmallow cream or creme or however well it's, it's like C R E M E, was invented by Archibald Query. In Somerville, Massachusetts, in 1917. It's a good name. I know Archibald Query. That's a really good name. Um, he invented. Oh, this is weird. Hold on, hold on. In 1913, during World War One. Oh, what? That makes some sense. Oh, they've, they've done some construction. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> they're saying that Marshall. Hold on. Yeah, they're saying that marshmallow cream was created by Archibald, but then in 1913, um, Emma and Armory Curtis of Melrose, Massachusetts, invented snowflake marshmallow cream and published a recipe for a peanut butter and marshmallow cream sandwich, which, which is the earliest known example of a fluffernutter. So, that's weird. Oh, so they took the stuff and put it with the peanut butter, but this yeah, other but guy was, invented the stuff. But no, but the, see, they were before him. That was the confusing thing, because the fluffernutter oh. was invented in 1913, it's saying, and then 1917 is when marshmallow cream was invented. So y'all need That's to get not, shit. Someone is time traveling. <gasps> also, isn't that um, weird that marshmallow cream's been around for like 100 years? Weird. That's weird. That's weird. isn't it? Yeah, so okay, that's all jacked up. No one knows what's really going on. That's weird. The other thing is National Pierogi Day. I love pierogies so much. People who don't know who pierogi, who pierogies are, who are they? Who are they? Who are the pierogies? Um, It has a description. Usually semicircular in shape, they are traditionally stuffed with mashed potato filling. 
Um, and then sometimes you can get them with potato and cheese, potato and onion, cheese, cabbage, sauerkraut, ground meat, mushroom, spinach, or fr- fruit. 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 I know. Oh, that's what I think. Like. Oh. Oh. For the dessert ones with like a fruit filling, I bet it's kind of like an empanada or something like empanane. that. You know I mean? Yeah, an empanada. Um, they'll do it like with applesauce or maple syrup or chocolate sauce. Oh my god, that's great. I want to go to a pierogi place here and get some fruit ones. Do um, it. It's, they're Eastern European. I think of them most as Polish. Um, but I believe mm-hmm. other places they eat versions of them as well. And they are one of my favorite things because when I was like younger and I was like, wait, you can have basically a ravioli, which is already starch. Fill with potato, which is like even more starch. That yep. is amazing. <laughs> so excited about it. Um, do you like pierogies? Uh, yeah, I don't dislike them. They're not one of my favorite Whoa. things, but I like them. <laughs> don't dislike them. High praise. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to like them that much. I. Yeah, I like them when I like have made them at home and. Um, like boil them first and then like fry them or not fry them but like put mm-hmm. them in the pan with like probably butter right or whatever oh so good um, and when i was vegan in new york i also found a place that did like vegan like it was a grocery store that had vegan pierogies oh um, that's cool but they were I mean, there was just potato <laughs> but like they did yeah meat, but there was like no butter no milk no anything in there so that was kind of cool and easy and i ate them pretty mm-hmm. regularly i want to like make them i feel like i should do that but that's effort that's a lot of effort. I just don't. You could want, just buy them. I just don't want potato and onion ones. You get away from me with potato and onion <laughs> pierogies. I'm not gonna be dealing with that. Don't. Sully. It's your favorite thing. I know. I was like, don't sully one of my favorite things with the worst thing <laughs> ever. Watch in like ten years, I'm gonna love onion. And your taste will change, and yep, I, you want onions I and everything. I always do check to make sure that I still don't like them. <laughs> See, you're giving it a chance. I always do. Yeah, I've done it with most things I thought I didn't like at first, and eventually I was like, yeah, I like them. Onions are still the ones holding out that I don't really – oh, and sushi. I don't – I mean, I like, um, I like vegetable sushi, but I've never liked, um, like, sashimi or right. sushi that has, like, like fish or fish in it or anything. No, no, I've never really liked it very much. I've always loved vegetable sushi, though. I used to – and I can do, like, tempura sushi, which is not sushi. That's American shit. Like, mm-hmm. like you know, yeah, like a spin but it's good. It's deep fried in there. Yeah, you know. Anyway, so did you have a sugar bacon? I did. Oh, good. Um, I actually have two. <gasps> one of them just happened right now, <gasps> so that's cool. What happened? Um, so, so the first one is that the my new favorite author who oh, we discussed yes. a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. on the show, mm-hmm. Kirsty Logan. She's mm-hmm. Scottish and awesome and look her up on the internets and read her books and things. Um, she followed me on Instagram. I'm Ooh. really excited about that. Did you, had you tagged her or something? Um, so I, when I first started, after I read her book, I first started following her and I found, I was in Ross one day and I found a picture, like a, a piece of art that reminded me oh, yes. of like mm-hmm. the setting in her book or whatever. So I posted it and tagged her and she like responded. It was <gasps> super nice. And um, then she does the 31 Days of Horror, and I also do that. And so I noticed she does. Yeah, she's doing um, a different horror movie every day and posting a review on Instagram and then one on Twitter. 
And so I noticed that she had started posting it on Instagram and I liked it and commented. And I was like, that's so cool. I do this every year. Like, I can't wait to see, you know, what you're watching and what you think of it. And then she like followed me back and started liking my horror posts too. So that's pretty amazing. I'm so excited by this new friendship. Thanks. <laughs> Buds. <laughs> and the other one is that uh it's the world mixed um doubles, I guess, world mixed championship uh curling, which is being held in Switzerland this weekend. And uh Team Canada opened with a win. I love Team Canada, oh they're my favorite. I'm so I know I oh we didn't make it up to I, I am know. like we were this... talking about the oh. Toronto Film Fest at Full Frame, and I was like, I almost went this year. <laughs> Maybe I'll try to find residencies in Toronto again. No, I'm not going to. Maybe I'll try to find a job after. I... They don't pay enough. I wouldn't be able to live. Toronto's really damn expensive. Um, maybe I'll try to find a job after I get certified in Toronto or something. I don't know. Like I have been missing it so much. I guess I think because I'm so far away. I've been missing Aww. so much lately. And tomorrow's um Canadian Thanksgiving. So I'm gonna tag like Aww. all of my um Canadians on Twitter. This is so it means it's officially like a year since I was made an honorary Canadian by Ashley. Oh yeah. Because I like tagged all my Canadians. I was like, Happy Thanksgiving. And she was like, Happy Thanksgiving to you, honorary Canadian. Um, oh, that's cute. So cute. As far as that wasn't like a sugar break moment when it happened. Maybe I it know, was. Right? I don't think it was because I don't remember talking about it. Um, did you have one this week? Did I? Oh, and also my friend's moving to Montreal. So I'm like, <laughs> I want to go to Canada oh. right now. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't actually think I did. This is horrible. Aww, I'm, I'm sorry. trying to think. Um, there, there are weeks like that. <laughs> well, I, it's more just like I've had two... I didn't go see Blade Runner because I fell asleep exactly when I needed to be leaving my house to go. I would have made it if it wasn't an 11 o'clock movie. And I saw my friend today. That's a really late. That was the thing. Like it started at 11.10, I think. 11.10, 11.20 was the beginning of that's the showing. Too late. And um, that was what killed me. If it had been like an 8 o'clock or something, I would have been fine. Um, even with like the uh, the tough week that I had had. But it was just more that I would have to. And I... I, I Especially with my cool, okay, maybe that's my sugar maker moment, my stupid like hoodie that I have that I bought for like my birthday. That's it's, a cool hoodie, it's man. It's like the shittiest like material, and it's like from China, yep. and it's like mm-hmm. it's one of those things like you you probably have seen the advertisement on Instagram, but I got off a Groupon for like twenty dollars instead of like something like eighty or forty. I'm like, it's not even worth. 20 really but um right it's like 100 percent polyester or something i don't know um it's like it's like the clothing it's like the garment version of those giant like bears that you can win at like a fair game you know <laughs> <laughs> like that's what it is like oh my gosh like i might burst into flames if i just touched by the sun um but um yeah, I think actually that's my sugar paper moment is the stupid hoodie that I wore all day yesterday. I love it so much. And it was like I was, yes. I was reading Saga and some of the people in it had um, outfits that were similar. And uh, I was thinking like, I was like, what is this like? It's a little bit like from the movie Hackers or like yes. the Element. Or <laughs> like, it's kind of like what in the 90s we thought the future was going to look like. 
Exactly. So, yep. yeah, because it has like, it's kind of like, has a very, very long tail kind of for the back. You know, it's like asymmetrical. What do they call that? I think they call it something when like the back is a lot longer than the front. Oh, like high low. High low. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Um, it has like kind of like a, like the front of it's mainly a pocket, which of course I'm going to rub it in. It's going to look strange like I'm a kangaroo. And then it has like <laughs> one of those necklines that like you can pull up as a hood or just have like a giant. Neck thing is what makes it look really futuristic because it's like yeah yeah it's like a big tie in it um and then it also has like finger holes in the sleeves yes like it's actually I wish it's in my it's on the foot of my bed right now I wish I was wearing it but it's a little too warm like I it doesn't you know breathe so yeah so I'm not wearing it right now because like here today randomly it's but, uh, disgusting here well luckily even when it's like gross here it's not gross like it's still like <laughs> like you just just don't wear warm clothes but it's gonna be right within like a few hours i'm sure because it always cools down that's the one thing about um southern california is it, it cools down at night regardless what kind of day it's been like outside mm-hmm. your, oh, your nice. room might not cool down if you don't have like uh, ventilation well, like yeah. I had my the first Airbnb that I was at when I first got here. It was like horrible, but um, uh, yeah, it always cools down. You, you usually need like a jacket at night, actually, <laughs> regardless of how warm it was during the day. Right. So um, so yeah, I've got my. I kind of like don't want to wear it anywhere but home because <laughs> like I want it to be my special like. It it's kinda, so comfy. Yeah, it's so comfy. It's a little bit like a not warm version of the um like Gandalf robe thing that I had for a while. Yes. That I don't have anymore because the zipper like totally broke and that's why I don't have it anymore. I had it for like years. Oh no. I know. But it's kind of like that but yesterday when I was like in bed all day trying to recoup I was just <laughs> like little like little legging capris and my gi- it's also giant. Like it takes it's like <laughs> takes up like my whole body. <laughs> it's so huge. So that's, I guess, my sugar breaker. <laughs> my, the, there you go. At the age of 33, I get my futuristic, like, hoodie. <laughs> yep. Uh, and, oh, like that it. was the thing is why I almost why I almost went to Blade Runner. Because I was like, shit, I have to wear this. Like, <laughs> to Blade Runner, like, right now. Straight out of Blade Runner. Like, no, seriously. You know what, though? I do have, like, you know, my gift certificates to movies. So maybe, like, next weekend or something, I will wear my hoodie. <laughs> And go see it. Yeah. Oh man, because that was part of it. Though I was like, oh, this (laughs) like the comedian Gary Goldman has a bit about sometimes you have like perfect hair and like you can't, (laughs) you have to go out because like you'll be like, no, yeah, I'm not. No, I'm just too tired. I'm gonna stay in tonight. And then you pass the mirror and you're like, oh no, we can't waste this. (laughs) Can't waste this opportunity. It might not come again. So it was like that kind of feeling where I, like you'd gone to bed and it was like a 30 or something. I was like, maybe if I take a nap, I could make it. And cause I wouldn't have to leave until like, like 10 and I would still get there super early. Um, and it was at the Chinese theater. Like everything. Whatever. It's okay. I have like an, I'm living You'll here an extra it. like how many, at least 10 months. We think I'm going to live here like 10 years. Who knows? But like, yeah, you have like five years. Minimum. <laughs> Um, so I'll go at some other time, but um, and I got to see my friend today. Anyway, he he went to um a different uh thing. What do you call them? like a service than I did at church today? I go to like uh-huh. the one that's like cool and like for like the kids and stuff, whatever you know. And um, he went to like the traditional one with his mom, 
And then, but he came to see me like afterwards, um, and say goodbye and stuff because they're moving to Montreal on Saturday. So, yeah. um, so that was nice because I felt bad that I fell asleep. I was like, I'm so sorry I fell asleep. He's like, I was falling asleep. I was like, you, why'd you pick 11? <laughs> yeah. He has like a little kid who's like, I don't know, like three or four or something. I have no idea how old the kid is anymore. An earlier I know. Time. I was like, what is going on? I have no idea. Maybe they picked that one because it was like when someone else could go. Maybe. Or he's just kind of a weird, like a crazy person. I absolutely, absolutely love him. But he's like crazy. Like they watched all of the aliens in one day. That's like eighteen hours, Whoa. like That's all a of long them, day. including like, oh shit, what's the most recent one? No, no, I mean the one that's like um, like kind of a prequel. Um, the one after Prometheus. No, Prometheus. Uh, no, no, I was including Prometheus in that, and the one after Prometheus. That's what I'm saying. Like he was right, right. Like, That's what I'm saying. The one after that. I don't know what it's called. Well, yeah. So it was just like all of them. And they're all, like, three hours each. Because he was watching, like, the director's yeah. cut. And, like, he had, like, a little intro before each movie. He is a nut bar. But he, he like, he works in movies. Like, that's what he does. <laughs> so, oh, and he yeah. also works, like, in, particularly in, like, the graphic side of movies. So, yeah. So he was, like, pumped to see, like, Blade Runner or, like, IMAX and stuff. I'll see it. But that was not my sugar breaker moment because I fell asleep. Because <laughs> <laughs> you fell asleep. I was glad. I'm, I would have been too tired. If I had stayed, yeah. Like, because he asked, he was like, "I said I fell asleep, and I woke up at like two, and I was like to pee, and I was like, oh well, I guess I'm not going." And he's like, "Yeah, that's when we like left was like two thirty. I was like, oh god, no. <laughs> I, nope. I normally wake up at six, and sometimes on the weekend I still do. So that would not have worked out very well. Anyway, nope. do you want me to talk about perhaps what we watched this week? Yeah, what did we watch this week? So we started season four. We did new season. Yeah. Um, it was season four, episode one, which first aired September 18th, 1989. There was a big gap in between those episodes. Yeah. I was like, it felt like it felt more like made of September. four years or something. Made of September. It did. Isn't that a, isn't that a, isn't that a type of, <laughs> when we talk about a couple being with a big age difference? Like May, September. Oh, yeah. And May, December. Or May, December. Okay, that makes much more yeah. sense than May, September. <laughs> that's my that's my kind of romance where it's like not really that big age difference, but like kind of. Right, but enough. Enough. Maybe that's like five years. <laughs> yeah. May, September. Um, hold on, I have some water now being stupid. Okay, so it first airs September 18th, 1989, uh, entitled Proxy Pig. Ah, uh, so stupid. Okay, so TV Guide <laughs> reads, Mary Jo uses the mansion she's decorating to entertain, and Anthony suffers when his health insurance lapses. Um, Belva is paid, paid, played by Anne Dusenberry. That's, That's a good name. name. I know. Um, and then we have the Hoffmans. Mrs. Hoffman is uh, uh, Barbara Beckley, and uh, Mr. Hoffman is Edmund L. Schaff. That sounds like he probably is really that dude. That's <laughs> <laughs> that we see um, that in we the see episode. Just comes in all pompous and hoity-toity. Um, yeah. So what happened in this episode? Uh, so we start all at the hair. Let's mm-hmm. just go ahead and accept. So, oh my gosh, <sighs> the hair changes the season are epic. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> like someone per like people permed the shit out of their hair and then just like encrusted it like not even hairspray just like mm-hmm. some sort of like molding clay maybe or something 
It made me think of the bit from like, what was it, Steel Magnolias, where they say make her hair look like football and she'll be happy or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Uh, so we started Sugar Breakers, and Charlene is pregnant. Which made me think, and, did I miss uh, an episode? <laughs> like, we just jumped into this. I know, right? Let's just jump in. Uh, lots happened since May. Um, yeah. And Mary Jo says that she must be excited, and Charlene starts talking about a Western that she and Bill were watching on TV last night, mm -hmm. and how they spent three months in a covered wagon, and not once did, the child, did any child ask to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Mary Jo was like, well, that was close. And um, oh, they, she, Charlene further explains that they were watching this because their cable went off and they only had two stations. And on the other channel, there was a documentary about rare birds. Um, and every year, two eggs are laid, but only one reaches maturity. And they never told them what happened to the other egg. <laughs> and she just hates it when they do that. That's so damn funny. And um, so now they're talking about Suzanne and Mary Jo asks if Bill got the playground set or the play set put together that she got them and Charlene's like yeah but you know he had a really tough time with the carousel and like this is getting to be too much every day it's a new gift and like I'm beginning to think that it's her baby and not ours and Mary Jo says that it's too bad Noel ran away um, because she used to heart. take up a lot of Suzanne's time. Yeah. Poor Noel. I'm so sad. I know. She was such a big part. Yep. Yeah. And Charlene <laughs> says that uh, I'm going to find that pig if I have to put her picture on a milk carton. I hope she finds her. Just, I hope she does too. I was like, come on. Um, just, yeah, that's very sad. Mm -hmm. um, and. Charlene talks about how she's fed up like now she has this name your baby book that Suzanne gave them and like it ruins it because they tell you what all the names mean and like <laughs> she's like for example Terrence I always like the name Terrence did you know it means watchful scavenger who wants a son who's just sitting around waiting for people <laughs> to put out their trash and then Julie and Suzanne come in and they are bickering like they're always bickering um Julia has Suzanne, I guess suggested that Suzanne become a candy striper in the hospital because she needs an outlet for all this energy now that really? Noelle is gone and she's like pretty restless or whatever mm -hmm. um and then they're also bickering because Julia was at the Hoffman's house that they are decorating currently. Suzanne lives three doors down and Julia had to go pick her up. And she just like doesn't understand why Suzanne couldn't have walked because it's three houses down. Like Aww. she had to drive three extra houses and pick her up. <laughs> um, and Suzanne was like, I don't like walking. And also I was shopping. <laughs> and so she brought another present for Charlene and she says that this is going to go with the layette and Charlene's like what layette she's like oh the one that I'm having sent to you this what weekend but you know you can send it back I don't know I think it's like a something that maybe like a bat not a bassinet but like yeah. something that you sit the baby in or something and um so she again is doing too much and Charlene's like you know we really appreciate the Mother Goose of the Month Club and all the stuffed animals and everything. Like, we really do love it, but it's too much. And Suzanne says, what do you mean? And Julia says, she means it's too much. Just because you don't have your pig anymore is no reason for you to make Charlene's baby your pig. 
and <laughs> I wanted to have a choo-choo. Yeah. Oh, that'd be adorable. Yeah. And then Suzanne says, I'm good with babies and I love them. So why shouldn't I help Charlene raise hers? And Charlene just like <laughs> lost it. She's like, raise. oh my gosh, now she's going to help me raise, raise it. it. And Julia tells her she doesn't know the first thing about raising children. And uh, Suzanne says that she must be doing something right because she is beloved by animals and children everywhere. <laughs> and I don't see children breaking down your door. <laughs> okay. She says, I'll have you know people bring their dogs to my yard all the time. And children are constantly knocking on my door and asking for money, Godiva chocolates, old jewelry. <laughs> she's going upstairs as she's like saying this. Um, and then the phone rings and it is Belva McPherson. Gotta love these southern names. For Mary Jo. And Mary Jo is like walking towards the phone because Charlene answered. And she's like, she's the richest, naughtiest person I've ever known in my whole life. Like, she never spoke to me in high school. Like, why would I want to talk to her now? I can't stand her. And then she picks up the phone in this sugary, sweet voice. It's like, just like all of a sudden super fake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just like starts chatting away. And so Belva's going to be in town and wants to go to lunch on Friday. And Mary Jo's like, oh, that's a great idea. Da 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 da. And then she hangs up the phone and she starts talking about how Belva stole every boyfriend she ever had or tried to have. And at 16, she got a GTO convertible and her homecoming gown was designed by Edith Head. Well, and when she is, graduated, uh, she did like all, almost all of the really famous costuming from all the classic Hollywood movies. Oh, okay. So like the 40s yeah. era. Like and Mary some Jo's after too. Like it's from. Exactly. So intense, yeah. And uh, at graduation, she got a cruise around the world, and Charlene starts flipping out because Edith Head, and she was like, "Edith Head, she designed for Lana Turner and Rita Hayworth." And Julia's like, "That's not the point, Charlene." Oh, and Charlene says, "I know that, but it's interesting." <laughs> and Julia asked what this Belva person wanted with all of Mary Jo's boyfriends, and Mary Jo yeah. said, "I think she just enjoyed kicking my teeth in." Horrible. And like. Yeah, it's terrible. And she always made Mary Jo feel poor, even though they, like, weren't poor. Mm -hmm. But because she was so rich, like, she got kicks out of making her feel worse. I don't know. Mm -hmm. At this point, Anthony is carrying down a table for Suzanne. It doesn't look... It's not big, but it has, like, this huge... Apparently marble. thick marble top. Yeah. That makes it, like, 200 pounds. Yeah. And... You know, she's, like, talking to him about moving this. And he's like, no, I'm fine. I can handle it if you'll just get out of the way. Uh -huh. And then she stops on the she's stairs. She's, like, slowly walking down the stairs. To, yeah, and, like, turns around. She's like, I'm going as fast as I can. And besides, I'm in heels. And, like, finally she moves out of the way. And he makes it all the way down the stairs. And then he throws out his back. And he just, like, falls over. And is, like, writhing in pain. And he, Mary Jo's like, oh, are you okay? Do you think you sprained something? And he says, mm-hmm, my entire body. Well, it turns out he was a day late paying his health insurance coverage for the month oh or something. God. So they've That's canceled crazy. it. And Julie's on the phone with them and she asks them if they by chance worked at the DMV at some point. <laughs> and so it's going to take a couple of weeks to get it all sorted out. Oh. Um, and Suzanne says, oh, it's fine. So you can like just stay with me. For like everything that's happening yeah. in the country right now. <laughs> right. She goes, okay. And um, so the, she tells the EMTs that they can just take him to her house. She's excited about riding up front mm -hmm. and asks them if they can turn the red thing on. Not the whole way, just going past the country club. 
and uh, Julia tells Charlene. Just, why she just wants to be an ass? I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And like they can see her riding in the, mm-hmm. the ambulance. I don't that's know. That's why you can. That's, cool. that's why I'm like, maybe she's in the front seat. You can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so uh, Julia tells Charlene she doesn't have to worry anymore. It looks like Suzanne has a new pig. Mm-hmm. Something else to concentrate on. And then we cut to Suzanne. And Anthony's not allowed to move for a week. And she's doing everything, even cutting his steak and, like, fussing at him for not chewing it all the way mm-hmm. last night because Consuela had to do the Heimlich on him and she doesn't want that to happen again. It's <laughs> not good for his back. It's not good for his back. Uh-oh. And uh, Anthony asks her to go to his apartment and get some of his own pajamas if it's not too much trouble. Not that he doesn't appreciate the smoking jacket. <laughs> and Suzanne starts talking about all the stuff they're going to do and how she wants the yard man to help him change into his new denim jumpsuit later. Oh and Anthony's like, can I, can I just make a phone call? No. And she's like, no, you're not feeling real. I'll do it for you. What's the number? And he says, 911. And she's like... You want information? I, mean, I can just have Consuela look it up for you. Yeah, his delivery is so good. Like, 911. Yeah. Yeah, she does not understand. She thinks it's 411. She, yeah. <laughs> and um, he says he needs to have his paper stopped. She's like, oh, I already did that almost a week ago. Like, everybody mm-hmm. thinks I'm an airhead, but I'm super organized. Mm-hmm. I used to make lists for my dolls, like their clothes inventory, and when their hair had been combed last. Mm-hmm. And so she's been making a list of all these things he can do while he's laid up so he doesn't waste time on his back. Uh-huh. And she's like, by the way, since you're just lying there, I should have my manicurist come and give you a manicure oh and a God. pedicure. In fact, since you're laid up, why don't we just do a complete makeover? Uh-huh. And so I'm going to get my little book out and call Mr. Donnie. Have you ever thought about having your hair put in those African braids oh like God. Stevie Wonder? Oh, my God. Oh my God. You wouldn't have to get up. And if it turns out good, we can have your picture made. Oh. Poor Anthony. I know. Um, so back at Sugar Bakers, um, he Anthony is just like calls Julia, and all he says like the phone is laying on the bed. He's awkwardly placed over top of it, and he just says, "Help me!" And then we cut to the Hoffmans, and Mary Jo is supposed to be meeting Belva. No, yeah, she's gonna meet Belva for lunch. She wants to change her clothes, and she hates her hat. She says it looks like something Neil Diamond wore when he was a cantor. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't want to go to lunch, uh, even after 15 years. Like, you know, she doesn't owe her anything except a fat lip for everything she's done. <laughs> and Charlene's like, too bad you don't live here. You know, it's pretty impressive. And then when Belva calls, uh, Mary Jo panics and tells her believe. that she's at home. <sighs> and that she should stop by on the way to lunch. Yes. And gives her the, the dress. dress. Cause it's not sugar bakers. So like, no one knows. They don't, so they don't know is. exactly. <laughs> yeah. I had to like rewind this. I was like, why is Charlene freaking out? I didn't understand that. Like she gave the address for where they are right there. And I was like, Oh, come on. Yeah. Mary, no, Mary Jo. No. That's too far even for you. Yeah. Um, and so she's like freaking out and she's like, Nope, it's fine. We can do this. We just got to get rid of all the family pictures. And she's like, this will work, but, like, I'm a terrible liar, and so are you, so we need to keep it simple. Um, you're a wealthy pregnant friend who stopped by on the way to your Lamaze class, who has just stopped in to, to wish me well before I go to Madrid with my wealthy lover, who is a well-established commercial architect. Uh-huh. And Charlene says, can I just be your next-door neighbor? <laughs> yep. 
And then we cut to Belva visiting, and she says that the home is lovely, but doesn't quite seem Mary Jo's taste. Um, no. She pictured Mary Jo's taste a little more scaled down. Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo's like, well, if it's anything I'm not, it's scaled down. And they bring up the lady that's in the portrait and how, like, there's so many portraits of her in the house. And Mary Jo starts rambling about how she's, she's some beloved relative of Ted's or something. Um, and then uh, Belva is like, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm just going to change my plans. Like, I'm just going to spend the night with you. Bitch, nobody invited you to do that. That's nope. rude. I, I found that absolutely nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what? Who is going to Like, this is that? the South. Yeah. Wait for an invitation. Uh-huh. <laughs> And so now Mary Jo's really worried. And then we cut back to Suzanne's and Julia has been working on Anthony's insurance paperwork for him. Yeah. And, but it's still going to take some time because it's insurance companies. Um, of course. And he's talking about how he doesn't have any more time. Like Mr. Donnie has fixed his hair. He said, no, he couldn't do the braids, but then Mr. Donnie started crying. <laughs> oh my God. So he let him do stuff anyway. Yeah. And he's like, and so Julia tells him it'll probably take about two weeks. And he says, I can't wait two weeks. You got to get me out of here. I feel like a Ken doll. Oh. He's like t- telling her all the things Suzanne has done to him. Mm-hmm. And Julia says she's going to talk to her. Where is she? And Anthony says that she's out buying a keyboard for my lessons. Uh-huh. Julia says that she always gets carried away. And then she brings up Lee Singh. I the can't girl that she took care of. Up. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, something came back around. What? <laughs> I know. And then she, of course, starts talking about Noelle. And, like, at first she had just taken the pig in so she wouldn't be slaughtered. But mm-hmm. then she started dressing her up and driving her around with the top down. Mm-hmm. The next thing I know, her name is on the mailbox. Like, she just goes too far. Mm-hmm. And Anthony says, if you can't get me to a hospital, just get me home. Like, Aww. I'm exhausted. I haven't slept in days. Yeah. I have to eat five-course meals every night. Mm-hmm. Um, and none of my friends can come see me because she says that I have to rest, but then I don't rest. Um, and last night she told him all the stories of all of her tiaras (laughs) and he says, it's like that movie, whatever happened to baby Jane. (laughs) And, uh, I think, I feel like he says he's Jane, but he wouldn't be Jane. Mm -hmm. Maybe he does say he's, um, the other one. I don't know. Maybe I just wrote it wrong. Um, no, I thought he would and, say he was Jane. Yeah, Jane's the crazy one. I know, though. so that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Okay, um, Blanche. Maybe he did say Blanche, but I, I, I thought he said Jane. I think he said Jane. But, like, yeah. maybe they didn't really expect him to know. To get the no, reference. Maybe, yeah. but I don't know. That um and she's like tonight he says tonight if you don't do something they're gonna exfoliate me Mm -hmm. i love that and then we yeah and then we cut back to the hoffmans uh and julia comes in while mary joe and belva are in their robes drinking wine um and mary joe introduces julia as her friend and decorator And then Charlene comes downstairs and sees (laughs) julia and like freaks out and then mary joe also tries to introduce her decorator to her next door neighbor Charlene and uh, Julia says Mary Jo do you think I could have a word with you and your next door neighbor in the kitchen 
And Julia's like, well, you picked the right neighborhood because Susanna's just three houses down and you're all three gone wacko. <laughs> She's like, now I don't want to argue. I don't want to know how you're going to do it, but you have 30 minutes to figure out why no one is spending the night in this house. Yes. And at this time, meanwhile, Belva is still in the living area and Anthony comes crawling in through the back door. <laughs> what a sorry sight. And oh, like scares the crap out of her. And he's like, you have to... You have to help me or, or Julia, Mary, Joe, or Charlene around. And he's like, I hurled myself out of bed and down the steps. And uh, the facialist is there. And they're going to inject me with collagen. Please, you have to help me. And about this time, Mr. and Mrs. Hoffman come in to make it even more of a spectacle. Yep. And Julia says, we didn't so expect nervous. to see you until late tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And they're like, clearly. And Julia says. Yeah, they're like, obviously, what's happening here? Yeah. Uh, and Julia says, I'm deeply sorry. I seem to have three friends who have all gone insane at the same mm. time. And <laughs> Mrs. Hoffman says, Mary Jo, what are you doing in my robe? <laughs> and she's like, oh, you, you have <laughs> you the have same, same one? Bro. So stupid. Oh my and then God. Mr. Hoffman says, we're calling the police, which is funny because Anthony just mentioned how for him, you know, a couple episodes ago, for him being a convict... They spend a lot of time at the police station. Oh. And Charlene says, we can explain everything. Your pictures are in the dirty clothes hamper. Oh. Like, that's what she started with. <laughs> you should not have said that. Oh, my God. And then Anthony pipes in with, I, I don't care what happens. I'm just, I'm not going back there. Tonight is Austria night and Consuela is cooking <laughs> potato pancakes. And Later. Suzanne is going to get the yard man to dress me up in leader hose and I can't take it anymore. So Please don't make me go. I'm begging you. Oh and Mary Jo says, everyone, this is a friend of ours from down the street, <laughs> Anthony Bouvier. Oh, man. And then we cut to the hospital, and Mary Jo says, the, Hoss- uh, the Hoffmans liked their garden room so much that they decided not to sue us. Yeah. Of course, they're not going to use us again, either. No, but, but they could have gotten and so much trouble. They could, that could have gotten so much worse. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Belva is never going to speak to her again, which, that's okay. you know, that's fine. Yeah. And Julia says, yes, yeah, since she was so nasty and didn't have a hotel reservation, we put her up at Suzanne's for the night. Uh-huh. And Anthony says, I hope you gave her the baby Jane suite. <laughs> and Charlene says, we did. She left about 6 a.m. Suzanne had that seance and kept Belva up all night trying to contact dead rich people. That is so funny. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> they have gone off the rails. Yeah. Um, I think this, this, this show is probably going to be real crazy from here on out. It's just going to be ridiculous. <laughs> And uh, Julia finally got Suzanne involved in a new project, but it might be a little closer to home than Anthony might like. And then Suzanne busts in in a candy striper uniform and says that she got herself assigned to Anthony's floor for the whole week. And then she puts a pillow behind his head very roughly and, like, makes his neck hurt. Uh And then we, like, go to the end credits kind of on his pained expression. I wish we could find a way for her to, like, because it's very sweet that she's wanting to, like, help people kind of as part of yes. her hobby but if it, i wish you could put it in a way that like uh she's actually helping and not hurting anybody you really she should and be not, like some kind yeah. of mentor for people in like pageants or something you know or like, yes i don't know exactly that she knows how to do but make much more yep. sense but whatever <laughs> 
Did uh, oh, yeah. did you yeah, have a favorite outfit? outfit? I did. Mine was Suzanne and her candy striper. <laughs> hey, there you Uniform. go. It was very cute. She has a little hat. She. It's so funny that they don't really have um candy stripers anymore. I don't really know exactly what they were originally. You know, like were they? Yeah. Obviously, volunteers. It was a big thing. I remember they would always talk about on TV shows like that people should like when they're mm-hmm. in high school or or out, outside of high school as like some of their first jobs was to be a candy striper and I think yeah I mean, the term comes from just like the um outfit that they would right. wear but like yeah I wonder what the hell they actually did <laughs> I don't know that's a good like, question I originally when I was younger I thought they like handed out medicine but that would be crazy that's yeah like, no i feel like they shouldn't be All allowed to do that. do that so like yes and like they wouldn't clean either so like and i feel like they probably weren't the ones that brought food so yeah i'm really not sure exactly like what role they were directly given because like nowadays there are volunteers that do certain kind of like hospitality things but i don't feel like those mm-hmm. hospitality things were always in place so i don't i don't know i feel like this is something I should look up. And if someone on does listens to us with like a candy striper or nose, they should like get in touch. Yeah, share your experience. Yeah. About <laughs> what it was really like. Since it was like just such a phenomenon of like to be a candy striper is what people always said to do. What was mm-hmm. your favorite outfit? Uh it was Mary Jo's before she meets Belva with the weird hat. Oh and the... my wait, wait, wait. The hat and the dress. The dress, yeah. Oh and then God. like the the bright orange it's not I guess it's a jacket but it's like an oversized shirt type material uh-huh, uh-huh. so that's orange and then the hat is like red and blue and the dress is super it. long and kind of floral and then the top of it is buttoned up almost like a bodice yeah. and the tight is really ta- yeah. tight yeah. and the bottom is like really long and flowy yeah. and floral and then she has this like this giant shirt over top of it that has sort of like orange fringe around the collar. Mm-hmm. And then of course her hair is done. It's so crazy. It's, very, it's, it's like orange. It's for a one. crazy look. It's not even red anymore. It's just like I have orange hair and she's like got a tan. Yeah, it's very orange. And then like, yeah, I mean, it was 1989. I guess we didn't have as much or as good a dye as we do now. But um, yeah, yeah. But it was like so odd because it's like curled it was curled and then it was brushed and then it's like curled under, you know, like that's like what they've done. And I'm like, it's yes. just, it is so like 1950s starlet or something. Yeah. You know? Like that, that fascination that the late eighties had with the fifties yeah. and like merged the styles. Yeah. Um, and also like we're on the verge of the nineties too. Oh so my God, here we go. It's yeah. So it's a really good mix. Yeah. But you can tell from like Julia is like, Julia's hair and her look is starting to get closer to like ladies in the nineties. I felt yeah, like, yeah, mm-hmm. it was, it's starting to go that direction. So yeah, weird. I love it. It's great. Yeah. Um. So welcome to season four. Here we go. Buckle up, everyone. It's gonna be weird Buckle from up. now on. <laughs> yep. Oh man, Leslie, where can people find us? Everywhere. Oh no, I I closed the script setup. Oh but I god, got this. no, we you do don't it. have to. Oh my god, uh, we you th- just showed back up on my computer. Like, yeah, because I closed no, it. I love and how then your I just little, opened your it. Picture just came back. It's like it was like bloop, <laughs> disappeared, yeah. came back. Love it. It's magic. I knew it was there before. Um, 
We are the girls who came to Sugar Bakers on iTunes and our Podbean site. We are Sugar Baker Girls most everywhere else, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, and Pinterest. If you do like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, yeah. We'll uh, see you next week. See you next time. Bye. Bye. I was in my sunglasses <laughs> at night. <laughs>